This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks, the free-to-play game where you can bag yourself a share of £1,000 just by answering a few questions based on our upcoming fixture. Just head to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store to download the app and enter your predictions. You have to be over 18 to play. Please play responsibly and be gambleaware.org. Hi guys, this is Chris Lyons. I'm Daryl Sabon. Marcus Hudgay. David Lucas. I'm Glenn Lovens. I'm Daniel Pidillo. And I love listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. I'm James and as ever I'm joined by Mr. Jamie Howcroft. How are you Jamie? Are you alright? Yeah, not bad mate, not bad. Good, good. Well, um, where do we start? Another two games, another two defeats. This time at the hands of Brentford and Luton. Um, that's what, four games now and absolutely no points to, to show for it, really. Um, this season's just rapidly becoming, you know, worse and worse. And to be honest, I, I don't really know where we uh, where we go from here, to be perfectly honest. Now, b- before we go on to talk about those two games, and obviously first the Brentford that we played in midweek, uh, I just want to read out a few stats. Now, if you've been looking on social media, you've probably seen a, seen a few of these. Um, but I didn't realise it was this it was this bad. Uh, we've, we've picked up no points at all when we've gone behind this season. That's twelve games that we've gone behind and not not even not even picked up a solitary point or a draw or anything. Uh, and then when we have gone ahead, we've lost twenty points from winning positions. So. In eight, eight of the 17 games that we've gone ahead, we've had three draws and, and five defeats, which, yeah, we've, you know, um, Millwall game comes to mind and obviously the game that we've, uh, that we've just played against Luton. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll start with that game in midweek. Um, Brentford away. Now, Brentford were sat second in the league. I was into that game not expecting anything, to be honest. But, what I didn't expect was the manner in which we in which we got beat. I mean, I, how did you? What did you think about that game, Jeremy? I know it's pessimistic, but I said everywhere it's going to be three 0 I knew it was going to be a battery, and I said it everywhere. 
But um, I don't want to say that just to be like, yes, I told you so, but it, it was just so obvious. And I think that what, what upset me the most was that first 20 minutes, they played really well, they did. And the thing is with Wednesday, before, <laughs> you, you play well for 20 minutes, but even if we get one goal sometimes when we're playing well, we can't get two to finish it. I know it sounds stupid saying that after flipping Luton, but anyway, with Brentford, we played well and you just thought, these aren't these aren't good, they're on a bad run of form, whatever. And then as soon as he hit the ball again, he's dead and it went in for 1-0 and you just, you just thought, here we go. Typical thing, like we've, we played very well, they have a shot. Hit it against their own players at a lucky goal, and you just knew what was going to happen from then. It was going to go down. Yeah, I mean, I thought exactly the same as you. I thought that we were we were playing really well. Looking back, I don't think we were playing really well. I just think we we were just kind of keeping them at bay. I think we were just you know because we didn't really have that many chances to you know going forward or anything anything like that. We, we were just you know stopping them from playing, which obviously. Yeah, when you come up against Brentford, to be to be nil nil at half time would have been quite a good uh, quite quite a good result, and we could have perhaps pushed on it in the second half. Um, but yeah, when like you said, when that goal went in, uh, yeah, like you said, it's just one of the things in it. It's just yeah, here we go. That's it. It's going to be an absolute trouncing. I think another thing I've just thought of when you were, when we were talking about that then that night um, on Facebook and all that, and I put my bet because I won a few bets, so I put my bets in and. Obviously, I backed against Wednesday and things like this. And that Wednesday picks, I think they were about 20 or 30 winners for about £50 each or something because it was that obvious. Do you know what I mean? It was literally like everyone sort of predicted the same. Brentford to score sort of two or three or these few corners or whatever. And no, Wednesday not to score, obviously. And it was, just like, it was just obvious. And it's just, you know what it is now? Like, I, I'm, I, I don't know how to explain. I'm lost for words because... If, even if we could still go at matches now, you, you go mad at every goal. You go mad at everything. You scream at telling whatever. But now it's just like you just expect it that much. It's just you do, it done it. It's just like oh, you know what I mean? Like it's just ruins. And you just don't feel that much anymore because it's that obvious every week. And it's, I don't know. It's just I'm losing touch with it. No, I mean I, I just feel numb to it all. Like you said, normally it absolutely ruin my weekend and ruin my night. And I'd be like, absolutely livid, you know, when you, like I say, when you're good at matches. But now, nah, we've been losing that many times and we're going into games and I'm just thinking, we're going to get beat here. And, and lo and behold, that's what happens. We get, we get, you know, we, we get a bit of a pasting. I mean, on that, on that Brentford game, I think what, one thing that we, we don't do very well is I think we're far too honest as a, as a team. You know, we, we don't, and I'm, I'm not condoning diving, I'm not condoning like foul play or anything like that. But every other team that we come up against, they, you know, they're up against, they're up into the referee's mouth all the time, into his face all the time. You know, they're, they're contesting absolutely everything. They do professional fouls all the time. I mean, their second goal, I mean, how, he, how he's not being sent off for that, I have absolutely no idea because he's not even been looking at ball. He's took him out. And then we go down to 10 men because he's off, off at pitch. And lo and behold, they, they, they score going down that right, going down their right-hand side where Delhi Bashiru should have been. Yeah, and and going on on that point, James, the thing is like, all you hear from everybody else, oh, you can't make excuses, this and that, but we're not making excuses. We know how rubbish we are, but at the same time, like that tackle was horrendous. It was, and I've got to say as well, Dele Bashiru, I've not been his biggest fan of ever, but that, he scored that goal in under 23. He said he came on, he's been playing really well the last few games, and he come on, he showed a bit of like, initiative or whatever. He was looking all right, yeah, then he gets injured again. That tackle horrendous. I just think things like VAR and things like that, yeah, we don't have it in this division, but you know, when it's something like that, when it's something that, that bad, 
it, it should be not VAR. There should be somebody in his ear to say, right, he's got to be sent off. He's got to be. Not every decision was like that because you know that tackle there. What annoys me? I had a rant about it, and it's that's a professional foul. When's you were breaking, right? That's classed as a professional foul. But yeah, diving and all that's cheating. Like diving's cheating, trying to get a penalty, blah blah all this. Injuring one as a professional foul, it's an absolute joke. It's a joke and it shouldn't, it's, it's, it's just horrendous. It's horrendous. But what can you do? Decisions gone against us. We've got another injury. Westwood in, it's just one after another. It's just non stop crap. Yeah, I know. He's it's, it's done something to his ankle, hasn't he? So he's going to be out for, what, four to six weeks. Now, normally, you know, four weeks, you probably miss three or four games. As it is at the moment, you know, six, six weeks, you, you could be missing, what, 12 games or something ridiculous like that? Four seasons. We, Four no, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> the, se- the season will be pretty much done. Same with Westwood. He's you know a broken rib. You, you don't a broken rib. You don't heal uh, heal quickly from that, do you? So he's almost out for for the season. Lo and behold, Wilds with Wildsmith goes in there, and we concede six in two. I, I said no more on uh, on that one. I think frustration crept in in the Brentford game as well. I think um, and, uh, as time went on, we were, we were making stupid tackles. You could see heads had dropped and stuff like that. Um, and when that starts to happen, you're never going to win a football game. Um, you know, I've not played at a, at a fantastic level, but you know, when when you think things are going against you and every ball, you know, bobbles off you and goes, you know, goes out for a throw, you just you're like I say, it's just you're on, a, on a bit of a on a bit of a slippery slope. And then the other thing, we had one shot all game. That is abs- that is absolutely terrible. You're not going to win a football game by having just one shot on target. And 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 James, the thing is though, this is the thing, right? In the predictions, what how many how many shots? Can you remember how many you predicted? Um, probably two, maybe two, three. Well, 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 well anyway, see this, but but this is the thing, right? I predicted one, but right? I predicted one. This Wednesday picks thing I on about what everyone won on. They all predicted one. Like this is, I mean, this is what I'm trying to say. It's, it, this is what we expect. It's we're not going to win a game doing that. No, but the thing is, we, we, like you've just done. Then I know you're not shocked, but you're in a way. Like we have one shot. Like and we know, but that's what we expect. That is the stage we're at. If we have one shot on target, that's what we've all predicted. It's mental. It's mental. I, I, I just don't, I have no words for it. It was an awful performance from 20 minutes on. It was shocking. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Like, it's weird, isn't it? Because we expected to not come, to come away with nothing, but it, it, it was just such a crap game of football. Uh, and I said, and yeah, like, well, you've just touched on it. We're not expecting to go out there and be like Brazil, but what I do expect is them to put a bit of a fight up. We're in a relegation fight for God's sake. We're in relegation. Mate, how zone. bad was it, James? How bad was it watching it, mate? Just how bad? What were you like? Your, your body language, like you start off sitting on edge of city. Come on, boys, yeah, and you just end up laid back. After 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, just watching it land. What what is going off? Like it's crap. You now normally when a goal goes in against us, I'm like, fuck's sake, you know, getting getting angry and like, you know, punching, and you know, punching laughed, Seti and stuff. And now I just I just go, ah, it's three 0 now. And then that's you just you just go, you just smirk to yourself and you know it. I watched it till end and I just found myself just like kind of staring at the, at the screen. I weren't really I, I, I was watching it in like total disbelief that, that this is happening um, I, you know I, I just don't believe believe that we can be this bad and you look at the side and really on paper the side that we've got it shouldn't be this bad should it we shouldn't be in the situation that we're, that we're in I know we've got the six points and I know we've started at the bottom but even when we had 12 points deducted at the start of the season I thought 
this it wouldn't be that much of a problem to to, to get out. But we've we've just been you know on that slippery slope. We've not been able to get out. I think the the Pulis regime put us on back foot massively, and um, and, and we're just paying the paying the price. And the you know, game is coming quick, you know, thick and fast. And we there's no real light at the end of the tunnel. Before we play Birmingham, we we are level on points for Birmingham. Playing them at home on decent form. A week later, right? A week later, we are six points behind Birmingham. Six points from safety behind Birmingham. If we've got that six points deduction thing given back to us, we're still we're still late. We're still relegation, but we're still going down. We're playing wherever. It, that is how bad it is. We're six points from safety now, and it's it's, it's there's not like a, a gap anymore where if you win you can go there, and then if you draw then you go one that. It's it really is now where we've got to win two games to just try and get level with the edge of the relegation zone. It's it's that bad. It's that realistic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously, you've, you know, you've touched onto it now. We're six points behind. That's come after the after the Luton game, and we'll we'll go straight into that as well. Because I know we've got other stuff to talk about after these these two games. But, I mean, it was such a, that that Luton game. It was so weird. Like we've come out of traps, and we've come out under a mile an hour, and we've scored that goal after six <laughs> minutes. And then, and then we we're playing well. We were playing really well. We were closing them down. Playing well. We were, we were like, it was like a different side. Windass, I've been, I've not been his biggest fan. Izzy Brown, I've not been his, his biggest fan. I've said a few times that I think he's like a rusty old nail. He's just like not match sharp. But both of them were making it tick in that first half, and I think, and it gave me a bit of a like. You know, I thought, well, you know what, we could, we can do this. We're beating these two 0 You know, we've got Rotherham next. I thought, no, actually, I looked at, I looked at. Uh, league table at that time, and I thought I think we we're at, I think at that point half time we were at a relegation zone because I think Birmingham were losing at that point, and I thought, come on, we can we can do this. It's, you know, it, surely we can you know get ourselves out of it. But well, we just hit self destruct button, didn't we? As always, and just uh, we did, we did, and I think, James, I think it was something like we had eight corners or something in the first half, something daft like yeah, that. Crazy, that really. we, we had like, eight corners. Windass missed a one-on-one where it bobbled and it went over bar. We're at the point just before Windass got that second. I was watching it, thinking, right, this is it now. We get a second. Let's get a second for the first time ever and kill a game off, which we did. So at our time going in two 0 you're always thinking, right, that's best off we've had all season. I think best off we've had all season. They're awful, blah blah blah. But their manager which credit to him that team talk must have been unreal but their manager at our time is going to give him a team talk so the worst that could happen ever is they come out and it finishes 2-2 maybe or no matter what we've got to have a team talk carry on playing now we're playing blah 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 but to come out that second half to be that good in first half to be that good a team and then be that awful second half is just a joke and then when it was 2-2 as soon as it went to 2-2 I wrote on my, my mate's profile my brother's profile everyone was, was talking about it and I messaged them all because they know I'd have sent them the money right and I said if, if Wednesday don't lose this when it was 2-2 if Wednesday don't lose this 3-2 I'll send you all 50 quid each because it was that certain we all knew it that, that we knew for a fact that when it was 2-2 we were going to lose 3-2 we did everyone was knew it and then when it did go in a bit later than I expected it was just like you laughed. I looked at it and laughed. I looked at me. I looked at me that moment time, and I just laughed. And I went, just shook my head and just walked upstairs. Like it was just obvious. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe how how like how different the two halves could have been. I'm just looking at statistics now. First half, we had 14 attempts on goal. 14. Like we've, ne- I think we haven't even had 14 attempts on goal all season put together, let alone in one game. Um, They've had none. Well, they've had one. One attempt on goal. They've had no shots on target. 
to our three. And so we've gone in two, two nil up. Possession were, you know, nearly 50-50. And you go to the second half, and we haven't even had a shot on goal in the second half. They've had th- they've had they've had three shots on goal, um, and they've and they've scored three. They've scored three. Like that what, can just, what can we say? What can we say? What can we say? I I what what's I mean? Like you just touched on it there with half-time team talk. You know, we we've made we've made their manager look like well, look like Guardiola or Alex Ferguson or someone because. You know, whatever he, whatever he has, he has said to him, he's, he has got a bit of a reaction. Um, but we've, we've just come out and, and straight away we've conceded that early goal. That, that is the one thing that you don't do. You do not concede an early goal. And, and as soon as that goal went in, I think I, think I speak for it. everyone. Yeah, yeah you, you said it there. We, we knew what was going to happen. That were it. 2-1. I, I, do you know what? I, I, I hate it. When we, I mean, it's not happened much, but whenever a team's got a 2-0 lead, I always think it's a bit dodgy. And they always say in commentary, don't they? The next goal is vital. So whoever gets it, I always find when other team gets it and they make it two one, they're always on the same. It's always the always gonna, yeah, yeah. And and we just crumble. We just absolutely crumble. We've just got no backbone. We saw it against Millwall, and we and we just fell to bits. And the exact same things happened again. I've already mentioned it earlier earlier on in terms of when we go behind, we don't even get. We haven't even got a single point. We haven't even got. We we've never scored an equaliser. Think about that properly. How bad is that, really? Think about that, right? Not only 2-0 down and winning 3-2. I can't remember the last time. Like I can remember Wednesday won 3-2 against Reading 20 years ago when Gerald Sibon were playing and we were losing 2-0 at half time. We Wednesday, Blackburn away, 1-0 up, lost 2-1 last. Stoke, 2-1 up, lost 3-2 last night, 2 in the 90th minute. Luton, it, you can just, it, there's loads of them. There's loads. But thinking about them stats properly, because I'm not, I don't care about stats normally. Think about them stats properly, right? 20 points like from being from yeah whatever but but yeah but mate but be, be, well, think about it properly right zero points so all season how many games how many games have been what is it how many we played games? 30 we played 32 games right 30, 32 games right think this is going to be a record 32 games this season Wednesday have played when we've gone 1-0 down we have not even got a point that is absolutely scandalous it's a joke so it's just ridiculous it's not even better we're thinking about I was looking as well and you it's think, going to be a record yeah it must be I mean um, Norwich they've only dropped when they've gone ahead they've only dropped four points so there's a reason that's why they're top game. of the league that's another game Norwich that's well, another but, game but, but, but there's a reason why they're top of the league if they, they, basically when they've gone ahead they've not lost and they've only dropped four points uh, I think they've, they've been ahead in more games than what than what we have because obviously, well, they're playing a lot better than us. But even if so, even if you if we they've drawn two games when they're ahead, I think seventeen games. If we've only drawn if we draw two, and and just drop four points, so that's sixteen points we could have. That realistically, even if you said ten points, if we picked up an extra know, ten points, then that puts us. Let's have a look. We're on twenty eight points, thirty eight. Derby are on thirty eight, and they're in eighteenth. We'd be like. But, you know that that's not hard. It's not we're not asking for much. You know that's that, that's only one from the games where we go behind. Sorry, they're, they're the games where we're in front. Sorry, but the ones where we go behind, like oh, it, I just get frustrated when I think about it. Like, I know. Surely, as a, as a football team, we should be able to. Oh, I, I don't know. I I I, I, I can't know, I, mean, I, I can't rate angry because because about the thing, it. like the thing is like you're saying now Norwich that's another two goals in the last five minutes. Like, it's, it's just think that when you said it, we haven't scored an equaliser all season. 
Yeah, well, these are the games. When we've been winning, when we've gone ahead, these are the games. QPR, 1-1. Swansea, 1-1. Reading, 1-1. Norwich, lost 2-1. Barnsley, at home, were 1-0 up, 2-1. Blackburn, that were that finished 1-1 uh, when Reach scored that worlder. Then Millwall, 4-1, we scored first. Then Luton, 3-2, we were 2-0 up. They're, they're all the they're all the games that we've uh, that you know that we've been ahead and we've not won. Uh, I, I, just, I mean, to, to be ahead and to lose that's that's just that's just terrible. Um, I mean, it's just I, I don't know. I, I mean, where where do we go from here? Where where do we go? Well, James, uh, James we spoke about doing spoke about doing podcasts straight after match like live reaction or whatever, and like I, 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 I we couldn't we can't do it because yesterday after match I would have. I, I would have. I can't look. I'm all, I've lost words. The podcast would have been because of bad language. I was that angry. I was that not angry. Like I said, I know I was saying we don't. You just don't care anymore. But then if you start having a ramble like this, you start going off on one. I, I'm just. I'm just lost. For, I'm lost for words. And where do we go from here? I don't know. I don't know because I don't think we'll beat Rotherham. And even if we do, so what? Like I can't see us. I can't really, really don't think we're going to stay up. I really don't. I really, really don't. For, for me, I know last week that we, you asked the question and you said, are we going to stay up? And I said, I think we both said, didn't we? We both said, no, we're not. Yeah. I honestly think the Rotherham game is absolutely the deciding factor of whether we have, well, not whether we stay up or not. Yeah, I, think say it def- I think it definitely, if we lose, we are definitely 100% playing in League One next season. I think if we beat Rotherham, it gives us just a glimmer of hope. But if we lose and they go three points further ahead of us, then uh, you can kiss goodbye. You know, you can absolutely kiss goodbye to this season and we are going to be facing League One opposition next season. So get ready for your Forest Green Rovers or whoever down there, Portsmouth, all them them stuff. I was just thinking another thing um, as well. I put this on... A Facebook group I've just thought about it and it's, it's mad how much things change in a year so I don't know if you saw my post but about Barnsley Sheffield United so this time last year right Sheffield United are in top 5-6 in Premier League right Barnsley are going down the relegation zone Wednesday mid-table a year later right Barnsley are edge of playoffs now they've got a very realistic chance of going up simple right so this next season right it could literally be this Sheffield um, Barnsley Premier League Sheffield United Championship Sheffield Wednesday League 1 that is how mad it, football is, is in general like what that what can you imagine the odds last year? United fifth in Premier League, Wednesday middle championship, Barnsley relegation zone. The odds of Wednesday United to get relegated next season and Barnsley to go up. It is mental. Mental. All that all, all that what we were saying about being optimistic, we we monk, let's get his own players in, let's do this, let's do that. I start off with a 12-point deduction, we have a little tiny bit of rope at the start of the season, and then we go, oh anyway, let's not let's stop. We have a new podcast ready for you to download and listen to each and every Monday. So make sure you subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. episode. Now, um, I asked everyone uh, to you know, send the questions in and whatever if people have got questions. You, know, you can do that on, on Twitter, it's, you know, at WTIDpod. Uh, and a few people have, uh, have got involved. Um, so we've got one here from uh, Jace underscore Owl. He makes a good point. Um, He's putting down a new manager situation and that apparently uh, Chan Siri only wants to appoint a manager for 14 games until the end of the season. Now, we hadn't spoke about the manager situation. We, we seem to sp- speak about it every single week when we started doing this podcast. Um, obviously, Thompson's been in charge, albeit 
is it you know, temporary slash permanent? We don't really know. Nobody, nobody's really told us. We just, he just kind of he just turns up every every game. He's, he picks the he picks the team. Um, what's what's your thoughts? Um, obviously, now we've, we've gone what four games, four defeats. Uh, that like kind of new manager uh, bounce has fell off a little bit. Um, what's what's your thoughts? Do you think we need to bring someone in? I think it's exactly that. It's a good question to be fair. It's a good point to make. But I think it's exactly that because we've lost four before we weren't really bothered because we were winning. But now I think what's hit there's hit us the most this week is the managers that are like you've got Pearson, got Bristolani. Pearson's he's gone to say. Then you've got um McCarthy, he's gone to Cardiff, they won six on bounce. When you look at these managers we could have had or could have gone for or whatever, even if we didn't get them, it's the fact that that's what, in effect, a new manager has when it comes to a club which we haven't gone for or whatever. So it just put a lot more onus on it. But not only that, if if you're a manager, if you're looking to get a new manager now, I, I get it that Wednesday at bottom, you don't know if they're going to stay up or not. It's somebody that's got to do it till the end of the season. But I think if they go down, if Wednesday go down, you're looking at a manager to try and build them, take them up again. Whereas if they stay up, you're looking at a different man, sort of manager. I get the situation. Let's not appoint someone to end the season. But at the same time, you have to. You have to do everything you can now because you know how hard it is when you go down. It's not just a quick fix coming straight back up. It's, it takes years. Well, it does a lot of the time. It takes years. So we've got to do something, everything we can right now to try and stay up. Yeah, I mean, Paul Cook's name has been banded around. I mean, he's still available, isn't he? He's not, he's not gone to anyone. Uh, he's a manager that has managed in those lower leagues. It's not like he's making a massive drop to come to... Um, Sheffield Wednesday if we were in uh, in League One personally I think Chan Siri is doing it purely based on the money side of things I think he's thinking if I wait until the end of the season I'll know whether I'm, I'm appointing a, a championship manager or whether I'm appointing a League One manager yeah but get someone into Lennon but, but, in, but in terms of like the wages you know what I mean he's, he's probably thinking if we're in championship I'll pay him this much but if we're in League One, I don't want him to be paying him championship with, uh, like wages. And that's that's. I mean, I could be totally wrong there, but that's what I've got in my in my head, and that's why I think he's doing what he's doing. But it's just it's just wrong if that is what he's doing. But that's the thing, James. Like we don't know, we don't know nothing. We were all guessing because we don't know. We're not being told. We're not being told this. We're not being told that. He always does his little comments in his statements when he comes out and says, Tantiri. He hasn't done none of that. Like, what is he doing? Why, why ain't he saying, talking to fans about anything? Like, we, we're gonna, we want to try and stay up. We're doing everything we can. This and that. Or why is he not saying, or oh, he's doing really well in charge at the minute with, with Thompson, we're going to try this. He's not doing anything. Nobody's talking. Nobody's saying anything about anything. We don't know anything. It's just a joke. Yeah, I mean, you said about the statement there. I can sense something coming out this week. To be perfectly honest, because things are things are start heating really? up. Things are, but yeah, I, I do actually. I think, uh, I mean, I think some journalists have been have been calling for it as well, putting trying to put a bit of pressure on him to, to come out and say something. And I think it's needed. I think we, I think we need to know what the plan is. Even if we say Thompson's got it till the end of the season, or if he ain't got it till the end of the season, just come out and say something and let us know. Let us know what your plans are. You know, if he says if he says that he's looking for a manager and we don't get one while in the season, then so be it. But at least we know what his intentions are. If we if he comes out and says Thompson has got it till the end of the season, and hopefully we stay up, let's get behind Thompson. Now I know we are all behind him, and I think anyone that's you know slagging him off and stuff, I think it's a bit uncalled for. He's not you know he's been kind of chucked in at deep end, and uh, he's, you know, he's, he's obviously doing his best. People are saying, oh, he's just he's saying same old, same old after after each game, but. I said he's trying his best with, uh, with with what he's got. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, for, for me, I think you know, do we do we bring someone in to end it season? I think, I think yeah, but who we bring in, I've absolutely no idea. No, me neither, mate. Me neither. I am. And this is completely off subject. It's just reminded me of a really funny tweet I saw this week, James. I don't know if you saw it, but it were off. I've wrote down it's Jake or Al One, and um, it's completely off subject. Like I said, but it were about Pelly Pesce, and he wrote bringing Joey Joey Pelly Pesce on with three minutes left. I put bringing Joey Pissy Pussy on with three minutes left is the equivalent of taking a paracetamol minutes before they turn off your live support machine. <laughs> and I thought, I thought. I thought that was quite funny, but that's the only thing yeah. I've laughed at this week. It was, but yeah. But um, anyway, absolutely, getting absolutely. off that, that joke, getting off that joke, manager situation, it's been ongoing for months. Well, it's all a joke. Myself and Jamie bring this podcast to you because we're both passionate Wednesday eyes, but it doesn't come without a cost. Now, we're not doing this to get rich, but for less than the cost of a match day pie and a pint, you can help support the podcast. By becoming a patron, you'll be helping with the hosting costs, as well as allowing us to purchase new equipment to further enhance the listening experience and allow us to continue producing this podcast for you each and every week. Just go to patreon.com forward slash WTIDpod to become a patron of the podcast. Now, we don't want it to make you feel like you have to, but your support is genuinely appreciated, so thank you. We've got another one here um, from uh, James Stokes Tunney, who's James Tunney on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, who would you try and keep uh, out of this side if slash when we get relegated? Obviously, we know there is quite a lot of people and um, players that are out of contracts at the end of the season. Uh, we know that Bannon's obviously signed an extension. I bet he's absolutely delighted that he's, uh, that he's done that, um, <laughs> to, be, to be honest. Um, yeah, who, who would you if, you, if you... if you had to pick three of those players that we spoke about last week that were out of contracts, if you had to pick three to keep if we went down to League One, um, who would you who would you keep realistically as well realistically I'm saying reach because again I, I know everyone knows I think I, I, I rate him and the last four games that he hasn't started have been one one no um, that's not saying it's, it's whole because of him but it, it's sort of certainly proved something to me um, I'm trying to think of who else who else is that, who else is that a contract time when you talk about main players you've got Origide you've got Westwood you've got Tom Lees Origiri's main one Origiri 100% so Origiri is Uruguay's quality so that's a Uruguay reach Uruguay reach and then um, I don't, I don't, it's I don't hard, know it's hard, really really it is, it is hard but the thing is we're going to be left with four players I know I mean you've got like say you know Westwood um, I, I personally don't think he's going to stay I, I think someone if we get relegated is he going to be in, no, in but League mate, One? He's injured, he's one of, he's injured he's, again, mate. He is, but I think I think one of these, perhaps a side that we're in League One that gets promoted, will probably try and try and snap him up. Or, but to be fair, when he's when he's playing, he's class in it, and he's, and he's one of the best best goalkeepers in the division. So any of them teams in in league, in uh, in Championship, if we go down, we'll 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 gladly have him, and he'll just hold out and not sign a new contract with us. I'll tell you, he'll go to he'll go to Coventry, who we played for early on in his career. Um, sort of an average very average team in this division however but one that, that he's played for for people that like him whatever. but James the thing is with Westwood as much as I love him or whatever and he's made a difference since he's come back he's, what he's, he's, he's injured again and his age and stuff like you can't be giving people out of contracts on his sort of wages so you, you can't do that you can't and in that division in League One for example Wild Smith isn't going to be the worst keeper he's going to be one at best so I honestly think and again Hutchinson everyone's been saying in recent noise, perhaps to Luton second half and stuff 
Hutchinson, he's you've got to give me a deal. It's but whichever league we're in. I mean, you just touched on it there with uh, with Hutchinson. Uh, I mean, I will uh, I will I'll speak about that a little bit. Now, for me, he um, yeah, he's been playing really well since he has come in. We've, we've been, you know we've talked about that for the past couple of weeks, but he does look like he's getting a bit tired. I think the, the amount of games that he's playing is is catching up on him. He gets to sixty minutes and he looked absolutely dead on his feet. There was one point and he made a tackle and. Um, Kid, you know, skip past him, and you saw him just get up right slow and just kind of jog back, and 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 that that's you know you, when you when you're in this sort of dogfight. I think at the time I don't know if it were if it were two one or two two yeah. at the time, but you want people perhaps you know fighting for their lives, and there were there were a couple of occasions. I think it was their Luton's second goal as well. Penny is just jogging back, and he you know the kid who scores. He's like you know he's on Mars, and you see Penny is like throwing throwing his hands up in air as if he's like saying it's you know someone else's fault. When I when I played football as a kid, it got drummed into me. Get goal side of your man, and it weren't like you're beating for pace. I can get if you know if you're beating for pace and he just got an extra yard on him. Fair enough, you know all your hands up and that's bad positioning. But he just jumped back. He didn't get goal side rim. Ball gets squared across. Bang goal. Two, 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 and you think, and, and like I said, he's, he's throwing his hands. Up. I don't know if he was throwing his hands up because he was guilty and he knew it was his fault, but you he, he shouldn't be doing that. He's, he's basic, basic football, and I think Thompson mentioned it at the end at the end of the game. We're not doing the basics right, and that's the reason why we're sat twenty third in league. And if we're not careful, Wickham are going to overtake us. And we're going to be bottom. Right, I want to say something you've just touched on that then it's just made me think of something the two things with that you know I like to do my two points so one in that game Penny last time everyone's raving about him again he's amazing he's this he's that he's down and whatever because he did play well second thing after that you see how they performed and arguing and whatever I want to touch on this because it's just made me think of it and it's, it is very very true so when you used to play for school team or whatever team you played for when you were younger whatever you know, when you lost your match, you were gutted. Even if five aside, you're always gutted. It's made me think of this. Last two years ago, James, I went, I've told you already, previous listeners, I'll have heard our first one. I went down to Bristol City with my friend to stay at Josh Brown's to watch Bristol City play Wolves, right? And it were, it, we had, we had, it were the best day ever. We sat in boxers, VIP, this and that. Best day ever, right? And Josh was saying, there were no lockdown then. So Josh was like, after the match, we'll go to a nice little quiet bar where there's no this and that players and there's no fans going to be all over or whatever because have a nice few drink, catch up and whatever. Blah, 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 blah and all this. So anyway, that game, right, Bristol City were winning and they, they ended up losing last minute to Wolves. You know, after that game, he came in, even though I hadn't seen him in about six months and we're staying at his house, he picked me and my mate up from outside entrance we got in car, he talking. He went, oh, we'll just grab some takeaway on the way home. We got to his house. He just went, I'm not, we're not, I'm not going out, mate. He was gutted, right? He would literally, he was like, I can't be honest to go out, mate, blah, blah. He drunk his missus up and says, right, we've just lost last minute. You've probably seen it, blah, blah. I'm, I'm going to turn my phone off and all this. He turned his phone off. Me and my mate then went, oh, do you mind if we go for a few drinks right now? So me and me and my mate went for a few drinks, got back to his house about 11 o'clock and he's fast asleep on the city. I woke him up and he went, yeah, I'm going to go to bed, mate. And he was just gutted, right? 
It ruined his whole night. He's a player who played for Bristol City. And that's how much of a shit he give, right? And then look at him now, after looting him, what angers me. Four players, I can't remember which ones, four players, right? All tweeting, either at home with the families, like, yeah, fair enough, they're, they're, they're humans. But at home with the families, ha, 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 look at this, my brother doing this. Or follow these guys on Instagram for some new trainers or... Look at this. Do you know what I mean? It's just what who gives a toss anymore with us? They're going home. Yeah, we've just lost that. Blah blah blah. Nobody's writing saying, "Oh, come, sorry about this today" or whatever. We've tried and what they're going home and promoting things on Instagram. They're going home and talking about the friends and having a laugh and follow this account. And it's just it can wait until tomorrow, at, can't it? For example. Of course he can. Josh, for example, like I said, we planned all this, best night ever, and he he, he was just apologising to us, but he just turned his phone off, laid on settee fast asleep because he was gutted because his team lost. Now it's just, let's promote this on Instagram. We've lost. Who gives a toss? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Ex- exactly. I mean, it's, like, like I just said then, it can wait until tomorrow or it can wait until Monday, at least when everything's blown over and it's not raw. Because, you know, I mean... Like I've said to you, if, if I feel numb after a game, I, I've almost like given up to a, to a certain degree and just think, you know what, that's it. I've you know, almost resigned to the fact that we are going going down and playing League One football. But there's other people that don't take it like that. There's other people that are, are genuinely angry. And there's probably people listening to this podcast that also feel exactly the same. And to do something like that, it just, it, it's, it it, it's not showing, it's not showing the, the fans who ultimately... I, mean, I know we're not at the moment because we're not going to matches, but ultimately we, you know, we pay their wages because, as Chancery says, we're the customers. It's not showing us that they care, and it's not showing us that that, that they want to stay up and, and fight for every single point. And they're clearly not doing it on, on the pitch, and they're clearly not doing it off the pitch either. That's the thing. The way I, the way I think about it, I don't know why I've just thought about that that um, example with Josh, but it's so true because. I'm imagining now after that game when we got back to his house he didn't look at his phone like I say he rung his girlfriend that were it he wouldn't come out with his friends he wouldn't do anything he was just a misery if somebody had messaged him then for example saying mate will you share me this on Instagram because of blah blah or will you tweet this for me because of blah blah or if I give you this money or these three things tweet me this or whatever it, it would it would literally have been it, it'd have blocked it off it'd have ignored the message or whatever or he'd have replied going are you joking I've just lost it last do you know what I mean but these lot they're, they're like oh yeah no bro, follow this guy on Instagram or it's just mental I just don't understand it I just can't I, yeah. how are they allowed to I mean, like there's a, man, a manager whoever on your coach on way back listen lads don't be going on social media tonight tweeting this and that or unless it's anything about performance saying you're sorry and we, we tried and blah 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 and we'll bounce back don't be tweeting about shoes and fucking where you're going next oh god I can't do, do you know what this, this leads perfectly onto what Paul uh, Paul Griffin said on Twitter he's got involved like I said you can tweet us at WTID pod. Um, he's put how there is no real leadership within the dressing room. So he wants to talk about, you know, the fact that he don't think there's any leaders. For me, uh, it's, it, it's true. Uh, I think uh, the only one person that shows that he's got any sort of leadership qualities is Barry Bannon. But are people listening to him? I don't, I, I see him as like a bit of a Yorkshire Terrier. He just like, he barks a little bit, but nobody, you know, nobody's really scared of him. Um, he, he's just, you know, he talks, he talks to talk, but when it comes to it, yeah, he's a great footballer and yeah, he, you know, he can, uh, he can, you know, play some amazing passes and he's got, you know, he's got a wanderer left foot. But when it comes to, when it comes to actually being a leader, I don't think he's that type of person that we, that we need. Uh, I think we need someone else that's, that, that can, that can do that. I know what is coming, but I don't think he, um, I don't think he's that, that, that person either. 
I think, like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The leadership thing is right because, again, like, this is this might not make sense, but it does to me. So another example, like, with me personally, I'm touching on that again with Twitter and stuff. Abroad for years, you know, I worked abroad in Zante, and I had about 80, 90 staff who worked for me. But if we ever had a bad day, so on one of my boat parties, for example, if somebody kicked off or there were loads of problems and whatever, whatever, and any, whatever happened, if it were a really bad boat party for whatever reason because of some idiot on it or whatever we'd all get off as staff and we'd be gutted because it's supposed to be that you're supposed to have the best time ever whatever so we'd come off and then when we would go back to the apartment and we won't go out that night the staff or whatever would just sit there because we'd be pissed off because we knew we'd have bad reviews or whatever whatever and it just ruined our day and if any of my staff did go out and start tweeting pictures or sending people messages going look uh, do this just anything positive whatever everyone is we've just had the worst boat party ever and you're there having a laugh and this and that it just seems it just relates to me to something like that match is there no why is there nobody in a whatsapp chat where they're saying sort of sort of like we've just lost there three two and you're posting about finger follow this guy on twitter or you're posting about your new trainers and whatever you're taking piss do you know what i mean like that's that is i know it might sound like a tough example i don't really think of my example but to me it just it does because after whether it's work whether it's party, whatever it is, pleasure, whatever it is, when you go home and you're in a bad mood, the last thing you do is, is post something about something else and not have a go. There's not somebody there having a go saying, are you, are you joking? Take it down. Like, it'll piss people off. Do you know what I mean? But, but they shouldn't have to do that. They shouldn't have to be someone telling these people not to do it. They should know not to I do know. it themselves. Yeah. They should know that, wait a minute, well, they shouldn't even, have to, they shouldn't even enter the head. Like you said, they should be absolutely gutted that they've lost yet another football match and there's all them fans sat at home watching that absolute shower of shit, paying the £10 to watch, watch them get beat in the in the manner that, that, that they do. I mean, you know, they, it, I'll go back to like, I mean, I'm going back way back, but you know, like a Vinnie Jones or a Roy Keane, you wouldn't get... yeah. Any, yeah, any no. pl- you know, you, it wouldn't happen, would it? Like, I can imagine that they would be going down on you like an absolute ton of bricks, and you'd be shitting your pants. Do you know what I mean? But now, nah, oh, it don't matter. I think there were, I think there were a point um, in one of the games earlier on in the season where it, I can't, where it, where it derby game where Kachunga couldn't come on because he was, he was trying to take his earrings out. He had his, he had his earrings in. in, in you know, he's not ready, not ready to come on. Stupid what, mate. That, what an this absolute is... joke. It goes all back to this leadership. You need someone to 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 lead the team and to you know be cracking whip and, and getting them into shape. We're just going through motions and we and we and unfortunately we're going through motions and we're in free fall and I don't know where I don't know where it's gonna end because if something doesn't change quickly, you know, we're clearly not investing in the team. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I really don't know I where, admit, where I we're going to stop. I know. I know. I know. Abs- ab- absolute shower of shite. I mean, uh, one one positive thing is that we uh, we can go back to uh, go back to watching football in stadiums from uh, May the seventeenth. So I, I had a look, see where our season finishes. Um, Derby eighth of May. So that's a load of rubbish. That means that we're not watching any football in any any football grounds this. Uh, this this season um you can follow us on our social media just search for at wtid pod on twitter instagram and facebook and make sure you get involved a quick question for you if you could go back to the ground today so rotherham on on wednesday night would you go if you could no. go no i really wouldn't i really wouldn't and fans can so that's a good question that we'll ask but you know what we'll ask people that on twitter we'll do a poll on twitter because no one's going to no one's well there'll be a few that'll say 
oh, well, you're not a real fan, then you should go win or lose and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. Say whatever you want. I, I am a Wednesday fan. I'm a mad Wednesday fan. But not what I wouldn't go just because we're playing rubbish. That's not the point. I wouldn't go because of what's going off off the pitch. I wouldn't go. So it don't make a difference. You know, when people have debates outside ground and they have all these whatever and everyone makes the what do you call protests and all that whatever fair enough and one fan doesn't make a difference and all that I, I get that but at the same time somebody else will go if I don't but what is the point in going right when if we win you just if we win we still the shit ongoing shit off the pitch and if we lose we still got the ongoing shit off the pitch we're not making a point to nothing we need to not go boycott it until we get answers about everything that's happening because it's just an absolute shitstorm from start to finish this season and there's no answers about nothing and I'm sick to death of it would you go? Would you go? I want to say I, I, I want to say no because, like, like I said, we are just a, a total joke at yeah, the but moment. I know, I know where but, this is but the one thing, the, the, the one thing I miss is everything else other than the football. I miss like the you know the build up and you know going going for a few going for a few pints. I, that's the main thing that I'm missing. You know, going you know grabbing a macadies before before game and walking and talking about football and then get, grabbing a few pints or whatever in Weatherspoons and and all that build up and stuff and going it walking that feeling when you get when you're walking to the ground and stuff. That's the one thing that I'm missing. But I feel like I do all that and then I just sit in my seat and just you know just be shy and and I just think this is crap. Um, so I'm a bit on fence, really, because I do like I do like going as everyone as everyone else does. But like you, I, I do totally agree with what you said. Something needs to change, and the only thing that can make Chan Series perhaps sit up and, and listen is by voting on his on his feet and, and not going. I think you'll know what I mean by this. So I, I, I miss, like if it were away, somebody away. If we got to get to League One, yeah, it's horrendous or whatever, but they were best days of my life because you're going to Wigan, for example, or you're going to, I don't know, like Oldham, and you're going to Manchester, but you're setting off at six in the morning from 44 or from Old Blue Ball, where we used to go to Hillsborough, wherever, and you're setting off at six in the morning to go to Manchester, but you're stopping at 40 pubs, 40 shit pubs, and you're taking over, and it's the best day out ever. And then you get to match, you've got more away fans than other fans, everybody's singing, you've taken inflatables or whatever, and you end up winning, and it was best thing ever. No, it's just, it's just none of that at this club. Do you know what I mean? Even though we're in lockdown, yeah. When we go back, we're in a relegation battle, and yeah, we'll always be there. I miss the away days, and it didn't matter. It did matter about the result. It did matter, but you know the away days. If you just scored a goal, that's all you cared about. Going mental, scoring one goal, and then you'd go home and you'd get pissed and whatever. But because we can't do that, and we're in lockdown, and we're watching all this shit, it's just making it worse. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't you think as well that I mean, when we well, when we could go back to uh, back to those and stuff. It was a bit like a church, and I know like, people are probably going to slate me for this, but surely people are going to agree. Like, I'm, I'm all for singing, me. I'm all for getting a chant going and stuff and stuff like that. But everyone just sits there that is so morbid and and like not yeah, no, but... not getting no not not getting excited. I mean, to be fair, what, what, what were they to get excited about? To be to be honest, because it's been crap for for so long, hasn't it? But I just think you know when you go to some other grounds, like, like you say, when you go to some away away grounds. And their own fans are absolutely bouncing, and you think, Jesus Christ, look at no, look at look at these. And then you, they come to Hillsborough, and no wonder we get turned over. So, so James, I, I don't agree with me. I don't with that. So, I've never been to an away ground, and Wednesday football everywhere. We're always stood up, whatever. I don't know. I just think every own ground not got atmosphere. To be honest, but what what yeah. made me fall out? Going to Hills, what made me fall out? We're going to Hillsborough. I'll tell you now where it were. Because I flew home from Zanti for it. I spent 290 quid, then money on tickets and whatever, whatever. And I went to Hillsborough, they were 2 0 down. 
against Sheffield United. Then we made it 2-2. Lucas Chow scored that equaliser. And then when he scored that equaliser, right? Wednesday you've got a corner, when it's 3-2 then. Wednesday 3-2 then. Wednesday you've got a corner and I'm stood up. I'm in South Stand for this. And I'm stood up, right? And Wednesday you've got a corner. Over, and this guy behind me is going, sit down, we can't see. So after, I'm with my dad at the time, my girlfriend and my brother, and I turned around and went, Sheffield, give a million swear words. I went, you stand up, ma. And everyone's warning, but tell him to sit down. And I went, I went insane, mate. I went insane, right? I'm, I don't sit down anyway. I can't sit down at a match. I can't do it. I can't sit down. Unless I'm in grandstand when I'm 94 with 17 grandkids or whatever, and we're playing Wickham in Cup. But I'm with Sheffield United at home, and I'm just like, I can't go to an home game. Or unless you're sitting in corner when we all know somewhere, away fans or whatever. I just can't deal with home games. I need away games are the way forward. But then again, at minute, we're not doing no anyway. So I just don't even think I'm going to. But it's just well, really, fair, really disappointing. We're, we're, we're awful away from home. As away form is absolutely terrible. We're actually better at home than we are away. It's probably because there's no fans and we can't get on the backs. That's probably why they're playing a little bit better at, uh, at home. The Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Now, um, I want to I want to just move on to the next two games that we've got uh, that we've got coming up. So uh, we've got we've got Rotherham on uh, on Wednesday night that's his uh, that's his next next game it's another absolute must win then on Saturday we've got Reading um, at Reading as well so we're at home against Rotherham on, on Wednesday night then we've got a Lucas Uau's Reading um, there. I think they're doing quite well aren't they so we're Reading that were rearranged so that we couldn't play uh, well, it's a Saturday game, so I, can't, I don't think it were. Uh, I don't think that were rearranged. It was Swansea that were, no, uh, were, were that were postponed. Yeah, Swansea, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. So, Swansea, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, go on then. Rotherham on Rotherham on Wednesday. How do you see that playing out? Just before you do that, Rotherham, yeah, are another team that are in terrible oh, here we form. Go. We, here we, we, here we go. I know, I know. I'm jinx, I'm jinxing it. They're five games in five straight defeats. Obviously, we're, we're four games. It seems every team we're playing are on a bad run of form. Every single one. Um, but they, they've not scored in four games either. So they're uh, they're on a on a really really bad bad run. How do you see uh, how do you see it playing out on Wednesday? I honestly I honestly think again I think we're going to lose one nil. That is what I think. I think we're going to lose one nil on and I think we'll lose on Saturday I think we'll lose on Saturday but so if, if that happens that's going to be six straight defeats that we're, that we're going to have yeah. I, I can't I, yep. um, I, I can't I can't I'm right I, I totally agree with what you're saying I think we um, I don't see where we're going to win if we could if we can be 2-0 up at half time and lose 3-2 how the hell are we expected to win another football game James, what it is, it's like going back, this is going back to not back you up sort of thing, but in a way it is. When you always say, the good thing is like Millwall, you went, the good thing is you can bounce back really quick because of how many games there is. This just shows you now how true it is and how right you were because you know, eight days ago, before nine days ago before we played Birmingham, we just lost to Millwall, right? But it doesn't matter because it run we're on before, but it's six, eight, nine, and eight, eight and 11, whatever it does. Anyway, we're on fire, right? And in eight, nine days later, we've lost four on trot, right? But not only lost four on trot, we've lost four in very different ways. We've lost to a rubbish team that's at the bottom of the league with us. We lost to Millwall that we went up at half-time and then lost. We've lost to a team midweek where they just didn't even turn up. And then we've lost at weekend when we've played really well. They got them from 2-0 up and then lost 3-2. So it's just different losses where 
it's, it's not like you can work on it and say, right, listen, we've lost that game again because we're silly counter-attack or that game because we just had that one stupid lack in it. We've lost, what can you do? What can you say about the next two games? Because if we go behind to Rotherham, we don't come back. We'd like, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the facts, not, not facts, it's, it's what the stats say, even though it's just stats. But then if we go in front, then we can't hold the lead. But then if it's a game where you don't know whether you're going to win or lose and it's, it's all touchy-feel or what's going off, we could go. We just don't know how to put, how to act or how to deal with any situation like that. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean, well, they're going to draw inspiration from when when we played them at home, and I think that was that was the worst game this this season. That was absolutely terrible. I couldn't believe it that that game, and I, I can't believe how bad we actually were. So they're going to. I said they're going to draw inspiration from the fact that we're on a terrible run. We're, we're, we're fragile. We're, we're a team that, that that are like almost easy pickings. They're going to go into it, and I can I can expect Rotherham to come out 150 mile an hour from the gun, and we need to be ready. We need to be ready to be be up for a fight. I mean, it's a you know it's a South Yorkshire derby. You know, we we need to be up for it, and if and if we're not up for it and we get turned over, like I said to you before. You can just kiss goodbye to this season. I think most people already have, but that is that will be the final nail in the coffin. You know, you know, to these players, mate. If you can be two 0 up at half time, then lose three two, then be tweeting about shit on Wayne and coach about your mates Brandon and stuff. I don't think they give a toss whether it's a derby or not, do they? Like, I really don't. What, what, why why no. would they give a toss? You know, these players that have come from any, they're all from different areas of this country, they're all from different whatever nationalities and all this. And that we're playing Rotherham, they've got to be told it's a derby for a start, most because they won't even know. And then, oh, no, well, we have to win this, but fans, we have to win this. No, they're all they're thinking is, well, I hope we win because um, if we win, then we might stay up. But if we lose, I suppose at least I can get some new trainers off this kid on Twitter. Like, sure. Uh... You know, if, if, you know, if we lose, I know I don't keep. It sounds like we're being right negative, and I, and I, and and I, yeah, we are being so negative. But to be fair, you can't be anything but negative when 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 you you know when you're seeing what's happening at the weekend and and week in week out. They'll they're they're a point ahead of us at the moment. They've also got a game in hand on us. I don't know who their game in hand is against, um, but they you know they if they beat us, there'll be four points uh, ahead of us. And then you've got Birmingham, who were already six points ahead of us. They, that, that gap could go out to seven or nine, depending on the on, on the results at, you know in midweek. It, you know, you said about games coming thick and fast. Can you not see how, like what you said there, Birmingham were before we played them. If we'd have beat them, it would have been a totally different story. We didn't, and now look, it's all it's all of a sudden. It, it was only a couple of weeks ago where we were talking to say saying all these teams are, uh, are so close together. They were probably like six, seven teams that could be dragged into it. I'm looking now, and everyone seems to have pulled away from us. We're, we're, we're on 28 points. You've got Rotherham on 29, Birmingham on 34, then it's 35, 36, 38, and then into 40s. But that, that's like 12 points ahead. And, and you're, It's mental, mate. It's at, mental. At, at 17th place. So there's only, if you look at it realistically now, there's, there's Derby, Huddersfield, Coventry, Birmingham, Rotherham, and us. But really, I, I I don't think we're catching any of them. And when you say realistically, Derby's not realistic. They're they're they're, they're class form. They've got Rooney's manager. It can't happen. Can't happen with them. When you're on about realistic, right? Realistic. Think about this: if we lose to Rotherham and Birmingham and Coventry win, 
And then the game after, we lose to Reading and Birmingham come to win. Yeah, I know it's if, if, if. But then we are down, simple. So there's this realistic stuff. There's, the realistic teams that we can catch are only Birmingham. And that is, that is honestly who I believe it's just Birmingham, Rotherham. Between Birmingham, Rotherham, that's one, honestly who I believe it's between because Birmingham are shy. Like that, that, anyway, there's no one else. That, this is a podcast now. We know what date we're on. By end of the season, everyone always listening to this now. Reverse back to this podcast. When I'm telling you now that the only three teams that are going down are Wickham, Wednesday, Rotherham, or Birmingham. Two out of them three teams. No one else can go down. Coventry maybe finish 21st, whatever. But there's only it's just between us three teams. That is it. Yeah, uh, I mean, then, then we've got Reading as well uh, the, the weekend. Reading, Reading are fifth at the moment. Lucas, Me, I'm looking forward scoring. to that. <laughs> I am honestly Lucas Jow Lucas Jow scoring for fun Reading are in playoffs or whatever whatever they're not on the worst form Wednesday Wednesday will go and flipping get something there that's how stupid we are that's what we like uh, well I'm looking I'm looking now Lucas Jow has scored 17 goals himself this season we've we've only managed 23 so he's nearly scored more goals than than our whole team put together one man. That is that's how that's how bad we are in, in front of goal. And no wonder we're down down it's, where we are and, and it's so sad, isn't it? It's so sad. Four years ago we're all at Wembley singing Carl Carlos had a dream with Lucas Jowan under the song up front for us and now a few years later he's gonna score against us to keep oh god, it's horrible. I were on YouTube the other day and it popped up um and it were it were Brighton game, you know, at home with lights and everything. So stupidly, I clicked on it and I and I and I watched a bit of it, <laughs> and I just watched that we were playing, and I thought, gee, I, I'd, I'd forgot how good we were in that in that season. I don't want to dwell on the past and things like that. And I'm just comparing, you know, from then till now, you know, Kieran Lee, it's mental, uh, Forest Forestiera, Daniel Padil, uh, Glenn Lovens, um, Jack. Man, Quinn, let's not go on about this. Ross Ross Wallen, let's not upset ourselves, please. And all, and, all, and all them playing, we were playing silky silky football, one-touch football and stuff like that. Having shots from like 25 yards and keepers like having to parry it away. That goal that Wallace scored. And then I look at what we, what we did, know, mate, what we did against, uh, against Luton Town, 2-0 up and lose 3-2. With that, with, and look at the players that, we, that we're having to put out week in, week out. And it's just a total, total stark, stark contrast. I mean, I, in these next two games... We, like I said, we, we've got to beat Rotherham. If we don't beat Rotherham, I don't even care what happens against against Reading because it doesn't really matter. I just, I think we've. But uh, we do. You will. Did we do though? Been. Don't we? That's the thing we do. If we don't, if we, this is the thing, mate. We us. If we lose, listen. If we lose to Rotherham, right? If we lose to Rotherham, yeah, we're, we know what everyone's going to be like. But then, if we go to Reading on Saturday and win, then you know what? It's, ooh, maybe there's a chance that we, we know that we're going to support them no about what we always do. And Wednesday fans, even if there's five games left and we're, and we're 14 points behind and we need 15 to stay up, we'll all secretly be working it out. If we, That's what we're like. No matter how much we hate them, Wednesday fans, but at the same time, we don't, we're just crap. So anyway, let's move on. Yeah, well, before we do move on, I'm going to have a tenner on Lucas Zhao scoring on Saturday. Just, He's got just a score, score on it. He's, well, 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 I'm not going too mad. Come on, I'm not. I'm not a massive gambler like you. But uh, I've got. You've got. To, it's it's absolutely nailed on in it. Fletcher scored against us. He's absolutely nailed on. Lucas Zhao will score against us on Saturday. I mean, he scored against everyone else. To be fair, so it's not like 
it's not like a shock, is it? I'm looking now on odds, um, trying to find odds for it. I'm thinking about having a tenner on Lucas Shout to score 38 goals in game, but I, I can't find odds <laughs> on it. <laughs> to be fair, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a bad shout for him having that trick, would it? To be to be honest, he, he is going to he's going to score. End off. Do, do you know what the thing is? You think about this. This will be. A, this is a fact. I'm going to say it's a fact before we look, so anyone can prove me wrong. I'm telling you now, this will be a fact. The odds on Wednesday to score three goals at Reading, just to score three goals at Reading, will be a lot higher than the odds a Lucas Chow to score a hat trick. That's how bad. <laughs> that's how mad. That's that's how mad it is that a player to score one free uh, three goals in one game will be a lot better odds than us to score two, maybe even two goals in a game. That's how bad it is. Now, before we uh, before we get too depressed and before we uh, lose all as listeners, uh, we'll move on to that to the feature that we uh, that we have every every week. Um, Mapping versus Howcroft. It's time for our weekly feature, brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks. As you probably know now, me and Jamie go head to head each week to see who will have the bragging rights. Wednesday Picks is a free-to-play game whereby asking and correctly predicting the outcome of the games can bag you a share of £1,000. Download the app today from the App Store and play along. Please play responsibly and be gambleaware.org. Now, we'll not talk about last game because uh, we don't need to know the results of that one, do we, Jamie? So we'll just uh, move, <laughs> move straight on. Uh, yeah, you beat me, so uh, it's 4-3. Sounds <laughs> we'll just totally gloss over that we don't need to uh, have a look at support points or all that um, so next game Rotherham uh, so as always questions that we've got will we beat our opponent how many goals corners shots on target and how many saves so I'm going to go first this time um, no we're not going to uh, we're not going to beat Rotherham we've, uh, we're going to get beat we're, gonna, we're not going to score any goals either we're going to have three corners we're going to have three shots on target uh, and we're going to be making four or more saves. So uh, over to you, Jamie. I'm going to say yeah. Even though I know I don't think we're going to win, I'm going to say yeah, just so that I'll get a point again, even if we do. So yeah, yeah, I'll say yeah, we'll win. One goal, three corners, two shots on target. And what's the other one? What's the last one? How many saves? We'll save, we'll save one because I think we're just going to be a very boring nil-nil, maybe one nil to Wednesday. Yeah, we'll go for that. Fantastic. Now, um, that's everything from uh, from us. Do you, anything else you want to add, Jamie? No, no. Just just thanks for listening again, and um, thanks to Dad for last week again. And yeah, just keep keep the faith, keep the faith, even though it's very difficult. Isn't it? We're all Wednesday end of the hour. Yeah, I mean, obviously as well, we've got some exciting news. Obviously, the on the pitch might not be uh, not be fantastic, oh, yeah. but we have. Got some cracking guests lined up. Uh, we can't share anything just yet. We're going to keep you on your toes, but please make sure you subscribe to the podcast because we've got some excellent uh, interviews that, that are going to be coming up. Um, as always, the interviews go out every Thursday. Obviously, we do. Uh, uh, we have had some great feedback that you are enjoying them all. So, if you are enjoying it, please leave a rating or a review. We do read them. Uh, we, we don't take them to heart, honestly. Um, so no, please leave. We definitely uh, leave, do. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave a five-star review. Uh, we do put a lot of effort into this, um, you know, week in, week out. So that would be greatly appreciated. So uh, th- again, thank you very much for listening. Um, we're all Wednesday, aren't we? And hopefully, we can uh, we can speak about some wins next week. So I'm fed up to talk about them defeats.
Cheers, guys. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.